Ellie, Ellie. Already? Ellie, Ellie. Dude, what if he comes up and goes Jordan Walker and they send him back down? Are you still going to be doing that? Then back in the minors, they'll go Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. They're not sending him down. Ellie De La Cruz is coming up to the show. FT Live, Krasinski, Kratz, Braun, Andres Jimenez of the Guardians joining us later. Chris Cotillo does a great job covering the Red Sox and some national news. We'll ask him, of course, about Ellie. Ellie. We've probably talked about Ellie De La Cruz as much as any player over the last few weeks. and Have we, though? Yes. Really? You missed some of the times that we had Good for me. a little Friday action about Ellie. Oh, he is Frazier loves the Reds. Well, also, Ellie's the most talked about prospect in the sport. Mm. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Are you Jackson kidding me? Churio? Jackson no. Churio. Yeah, On but Jackson show, Churio. We talk about Jackson a lot. Yeah, but not as much as Ellie. And also, don't <laughs> confuse this show with Brew Crew Territory, which comes out tomorrow morning. Hey, by the way, what are the three? He's the fourth prospect. Who are the three ahead of him? I mean, welcome to the show, Ellie. He's my number one. I just want to make that clear. Who are the other three? Why are you shaking your head at me? The I'm not allowed to talk about prospects. I mean, because Kirk Herbstreit said no. About what? I don't know. Kirk Herbstreit likes him. Let's clarify that. He just wants Jonathan India to, to be the captain of the team, to stay, to not be pissed off about moving to the outfield potentially. And also, I do agree with this part of it. I don't think Jonathan India is necessarily going to be a great outfielder based on his throwing arm either. So just be careful there. That's all. Um, okay. It'll be interesting to see where that plays out. Okay, I'll give you MLB's top five. Okay. Jordan Walker. Is still a prospect status. Right, but he's still a prospect okay. right now. Jackson Churio's two. Jackson Holiday has surged. He's number three. And yeah, he, he, he has, wow. Did you see what he did this month? He's fantastic. Yeah. He And he might be, for some people, he's already there one. And also, remember, there are other rankings. And Ellie De La Cruz is four. Marcella Meyer, Red Sox prospect, is five. So I have Ellie you De La Cruz about that? one at the moment. Position players. Well, position players are safer. That helps. Because there's no pitchers in the in those. for MLB's list, we have to go to oh six Iori Perez. But then and he's up, right? I know, but he hasn't lost his prospect status yet. Then it's James Wood, Jordan Lawler, Evan Carter, who's now fielder with the Rangers, Lawler with Diamondbacks, and I love Lawler. Um, James Wood, who I who's also Ellie De La Cruz size. He's like six six two billion um, outfielder with the Nats in that Padres Soto trade last year. And then you get to Andrew Painter at ten. For your next pitcher. There are not many pitchers in the top 10 until you get to 15. And then it starts to mix in a Where lot is more Andrew frequently. Painter? Is he still hurt? He, yes. he hurt? Yeah, he's like slow rehabbing. They're hoping mm-hmm. he can be back after the All-Star break. Hoping and praying? Hoping. For Baseball America, <clears throat> Grayson. So they've got Jackson Churio, one. Jordan Walker, two. And is it Ellie, three? Getting live updates with the list here. Not Jackson. Yes, Ellie's three. Jackson was one. I they have Cheerio one and Walker two. <laughs> Ellie three. So Ellie De La Cruz. For those of you that don't know about him, is the Reds' top prospect. He's huge. He is a switch hitter. He's O'Neill Cruz. Size. He is O'Neill Cruz size, but better plate discipline. Probably a better player. Better Still player. a lot of strikeouts. O'Neill Cruz. Maybe a little like need to lessen the hype a little bit on O'Neill Cruz. He has a lot of tools. Mm-hmm. But what I hear about Ellie De La Cruz is he goes through his strikeout spurts, which I think, you know, it's it's kind of like now it's now it's kind of like, well, if you have a lot of tools, we're gonna call you up. Strikeouts, we'll figure it out. Before, if you struck out too much in the minor leagues, they were like, strikes out too much. Now they're like, eh, 
everybody's going to strike out, just like calling pitchers up. And I think that's why you don't see a lot of pitchers on this list. Guy throws hard, and if he throws balls in the strike zone, we're calling you up. And I think that's part of what Grayson, Grayson Rodriguez kind of struggled with is when you get to the big leagues, you got to be able to control lanes. But that's for a completely another, another topic. True, yeah. I agree. There's a difference between control and command. Like you can throw a lot of strikes, especially in the minor leagues. You can get a lot of strikeouts on bad pitches. But you get to the big leagues, they don't swing at those balls anymore. So that's why there's not as many pitchers because it's harder to figure out who can figure that out quickest for me. That's why all this velocity and, oh, this guy throws 100. Well, if you notice, they might throw 100, and then they do that for a start or two, and they get whacked around. And they're like, maybe I'm better off throwing at 95 and being able to put it here and there and everywhere instead of – Or 97 even. I mean, usually, yeah. right, a few ticks down. Yeah, they once they figure it out, they lose a couple miles an hour. Yes. they and, and But that takes that takes a really smart kid, a really trusting coach, and a trusting organization. Because as soon as you can throw 100 and you come out and you're 95 to 97, what's wrong? Is it your elbow, shoulder? What's wrong? Your legs? Do you not feel? Is it conditioning? What's going on? Like the organization has to believe in it and has to believe that we're going to build this guy to be, like AJ said, somebody that has command and can control his stuff so that you can pop the 101 when you need to. But right now, kids are just kids, not even kids, organizations. They're putting up heavy ball walls to throw the ball as hard as you can to be able to get the velocity as hard as you can. So you like go in a game. Okay. Well now I'm going to command. No, it's you build that velocity with command and that is how you stay successful. That's how you stay and are super successful in the big leagues consistently. Okay. Back to Ellie. So baseball America grades 70 power and it's 20 to 80 for the casual fans. That's the scale. Okay. 80 means ridiculous. Hall of Fame. means power. no. Right. So 70 is really good. 70 runner. I mean, he's huge. He's 6'6. Mm -hmm. He's a 70 runner. <clears throat> so he's going to steal bags. Okay. Arm? 70. 70. But 40 hit. That tells me he strikes out a lot. But 40 hit. Yeah. Now, I am going to disagree and say 50 hit. Okay. Well, here's my thing. From what with, I've seen. Here's my I, I thing think, with strikeouts, though. Yeah. And I know we're in love with StatCast, and I know we're in love with how exit velocity, and it's kind of like what Cratch just said about uh, O'Neill Cruz. I don't care how far you can hit a ball. If you can't hit the ball, and listen, there's times where I get it, you're trying to go deep, but there are also times where there's a runner on third and one out, and we just need you to hit a damn ground ball to shortstop. You better have the ability to cut it down and just go boop and hit a ground ball to shortstop to drive the run in. So to me, I get it. I get the power, and I get it. It's kind of what we were talking about off the air about showcase ball. Like everyone can go to a showcase and say, man, this dude hits it 9 million miles. Then the game comes and the pitcher goes, oh, yeah, by the way, here's a curving ball. And they're like, eh, no chance. <laughs> right? So there's a difference. Like like our boy Minkiewicz will say, can he play? CHP. At the end of the day, CHP. Can he play or not? Because that's what it boils down to. Listen, you can have all the tools in the world, and I'm sure crowds will agree. I've played with a million dudes that had tools. Oh. But they get up there and, they're, and, they're, and they see things that they've never seen, and they see pressure. And they see people expecting them to perform. And guess what? Those tools go back in the tool belt and they don't come out again. It sounds to me like you guys aren't as high on him as. No, I we, I, listen, I hope he does yeah. great. No, no. I've no, never and, seen the kid play. 
And I wanted to interject there before Scott said anything. This is not AJ Przinsky being a hater at all. No. He is showing you 19 years in the show. And if if an Ellie Data Cruz coach, if an Ellie Data Cruz teammate can tell him these things, his skill set will allow him to make these adjustments. And the sooner he makes the adjustments, the better off. Let's go, Jordan Walker. Yes, I was a hater when they sent him down. But you can't deny the fact that he was hitting the ball on the ground. And if he's not going to steal a ton of bases, success in the big leagues, just like throwing strikes in the big leagues is success for pitchers, hitting the elevating the ball is success for hitters. And like he needs to do that. Ellie De La Cruz needs to be able to make contact. And I have never seen it. I've never seen it where somebody goes from the minor leagues and is a 33% strikeout victim in the minor leagues and goes to the big leagues and is like, oh, he's only 25. He might stay around 33%, but you, you take away, what did you say, 70 power, 70 speed? You swing and miss, that's zero power, zero speed. Go sit on the bench. No, I'm not hating at all. I, I mean, I've never seen – all I've seen is the highlights you've ever seen. I've never seen the kid in person. Mm-hmm. And he might come up and be the next – whoever you want to call him. Harper, Trout, whoever you want – whatever you want to call him. I heard switch hitting Tatis. Okay. Well, no. I mean, listen, hopefully he doesn't do the things Tatis did yeah, away but from the field. Player, <laughs> but, pro, player profile, switch hitting Tatis. Yes, It's incredible please. with the energy and everything he's got going on. Yes. But my problem, again, is, you know, the strikeouts. And like Kratz just said. 33% strikeout. So if you play that out, 600 at bats, he's already going to strike out 200 times. That's a lot of times you go up there and you do nothing. And if he can 70 run, you'd like to cut that down to 20% and then hit some choppers, get on first and with the bigger bases and the rules, steal second, steal third. So there, yeah, there has to be an adjustment made. And I wish the kid, look, I want nothing but the best for every player that gets called up. I don't, I don't ever think yes. that I'm hating on anybody because I'm not, because no. you're there and congratulations and, I hope you kick ass, Ellie. But I'm just saying, there are certain things you look for. And one of the things that has happened now with the internet and with, and you can turn on and watch any minor league game you want to watch on the package, right? Fans overhype people. They overhype guys and organizations overhype guys. And then they get to the major leagues and guess what? They don't live up to it, but they already have the pressure on them. And I'm not saying it's going to happen to Ellie De La Cruz. I'm saying it happens. Because of the internet, and they also what also organizations will do, they push guys too fast because the clamoring from the fans. Because we had Kirk Herbstreit on, and oh, we need to call Belly De La Cruz, right? Super Reds fan. Well, maybe he's not ready. But guess what? All the clamoring. Senzel goes on the IL. Well, who's there? Oh, the fans want Ellie De La Cruz. Here's a shot. He better do well. Because what happens if he comes up and struggles? Then you send him down. Who cares? Who cares? <sighs> It's just it's such a it's such a slippery slope. I would rather be aggressive. You know which team does this so well? Don't Atlanta say the Rays. Braves. Hell yes. No, who did you say Braves or Rays? I said Rays, but no Braves. The Atlanta Braves, but, Braves. but the Braves have a the Braves have a system set up. They Stop. don't say they do. A hundred percent. How many guys have they called up that have stuck versus how many guys have they called up and had to go back down? The it's only a mix, huh? It's a mix. The only one I can think of that's had to go back down is Vaughn Grissom because he switched positions. Right. Oh, you're saying the guys stay up. I know, but yeah. they're calling up guys 
at a very young age. But they're also think they're ready. They have something where they say, this guy's ready. Right. So maybe the Reds have that too. Matt McClain gets called up. He looks real good. Who? Matt McClain so far with Cincinnati. Yep. So now that infield. Friedel? TJ Friedel. Well, TJ Friedel's been around for, I mean, TJ Friedel's like 26 or 7 years. Street? What's the other one? Street? Steer. Steer. Oh, Spencer Steer. But also Spencer Steer's mid-20s. Age-wise. but they're but they're they're checking their they're checking their their boxes. The Cardinals used to always call guys up, and I know I'm kind of diverting to other organizations, but they if you to get called up as a pitcher, you had to be below a one two five to the plate. You had to be able to throw percentage amount of fastballs in the strike zone, and you needed to be able to throw percentage amount of one breaking ball in the strike zone. That was like they you had to hit those prerequisites. And then, you know, they had some turnover and stuff, and guys started throwing like one fives to the plate, and Yachty's arm started declining. So they couldn't, you know, they couldn't do all those things before. But these organizations that call guys up young, they're making them hit those criteria before they're calling them up. The Cle- Cleveland Guardians, they make them hit the criteria for starting pitchers before they call them up. It's it's not just willy-nilly, oh, Nick Senzel, the good organizations that do it a lot. Okay, oh, but hurt. he's ready. I mean, okay, according to them, he's ready. To me, <clears throat> Is I, he I don't think we're talking why enough wasn't about Elliott and we're why, talking too why much. Then why wasn't he in the big leagues to start if he's ready? To start the season? So he had to go down there for two months? Yes. So it's time manipulation. I'm going to tell you so why. So service and time I've manipulation. And I've mentioned this on the show before. I am on the record. Service time manipulation. In spring training, mm-hmm. Nick Crawl was asked, when is it time for Ellie De La Cruz? And he said, I, I listened to the interview and I wrote this down. He has only spent two months above a ball and we'd like to see him develop a little bit on offense and defense. Okay. That's actually fair. So I respect he developed that. in two months. So two more. No, no, no. Develop. Sure. A little bit, but more what I'm looking at is did he prove himself in two more months and force their hand and say, Hey, Might as well try this out in the bigs because, yeah, maybe I'm striking out a little bit more than some people want me to. But aside from that, I've got it all going right now. They're probably pitching around me a little bit at the moment. I'm not watching all his minor league games. I'm looking at his highlights for the most part. And he had a sprained ankle to start the season, which also was a factor. So add it all up. I think it's fine. My thing is I'm like, forget talking about rushing guys. I get it. Some guys do get rushed and then they get sent back down. Let's just have fun, see what happens. And worst case, he goes back down. He's 21 years old. I hope he does great. I've said And if he doesn't do well, he gets sent back down. The Jordan Walker part was annoying because, yes, he he was hitting the ball on the ground too much, but the numbers weren't bad. That felt more like a scapegoat situation. I'm like, what? He can't hit the ball in the air in the major leagues? You disagree? Jordan Walker wasn't a scapegoat situation. I I talked to Ali Marmel about it. Two weeks ago in the game I had. And he gave me the whole – and I can't share it, unfortunately. Sure. He kept it quiet. But when he explained it to me why they did what they did, it made total sense. And yes, it had something to do with balls on the ground. But if you look at him, his numbers were regressing. Okay? So? Everybody goes through some regression. He's been but, in the league but, for five minutes. But he's 20 years old, just turned 21. They didn't want him to struggle at the major league level. Because there's a difference. When you struggle – But he okay, hadn't struggled yet. He was. They felt it was coming. He was. Oh, uh, Bullshit. And he did. And then he got sent down and he struggled. <laughs> he struggled in AAA. Yeah, I'd be pissed too if I got sent down after hitting 270-something and okay. 20 years old. There's so. a lot that, there's a lot more that went into it than what you're talking about. But let's just say that they made a right call for their organization. 
and they wanted him to figure some stuff out. They needed to figure out back in AAA. He's back now. How's that going? How are they doing? They're, they're We're about to pop off on league. them, so stay tuned. But Ellie De La Cruz, 298, 12 homers, 36 RBIs, 26 walks, 50 Ks, and 186 plate appearances for a team that's, yes, going to have to do some shuffling around. With Jonathan India. Where's he going to play? Well, he's been getting some time at third base, too. No, where's Ellie's going to play shortstop? Or McLean? He's going to play shortstop? Who's M- playing shortstop? Uh, Ellie shortstop, McLean second base. What about uh, the shortstop they have? Barrero? What- Barrero's got a 600 OPS. He gone! He, okay. No, Bench. El Bencho? El Bencho at 21? Yeah, El Bencho needs to go to El Tripoleo. Barrero, I don't even think he's up right now, is he? I know he home the other day. Seen, no, I, haven't, I, I, got, I haven't watched the Rays, I mean the Reds that closely, honestly. So Scott, here's yeah, here, here's like to encapsulate the whole Ellie thing. This is why prospects are always good to trade because you don't know what you're gonna get. Ellie De La Cruz, if I were to if I were to pick a lock of the day of all the prospects that are getting called up, he would not. I would pick him one of the first ones. The thing that scares me, and I think it's the same thing that scares AJ, is the strikeouts. Because it's a wild card of how is it going to translate. Same thing with uh, Strange and Carnacion that's down there too. And Carnacion Strand, he'll be their DH in in a couple months. He strikes out a ridiculous amount. He's like Willen Astadillo... (laughs) <laughs> but, but with ridiculous power, like ridiculous contact with ridiculous power. And this is from my inside source who has a formula on all these minor league guys. And like talking about both of these guys, he is like, they're awesome. Like he loves what they can do. But to me, the biggest thing that separates Ellie from, from Encarnacion is his speed. And if speed doesn't play unless he puts the bat on the ball, like Andrew McCutcheon's not getting sent down when he first gets called up because he could put the bat on the ball and he could run out ground balls to short safe at first. Ellie De La Cruz is hitting almost 300 in the minors. I don't want to make this seem like he's hitting low 200s. No, we're not saying that. You can strike out and still have a nice batting average and and get on base too. And he's taking some walks. Like he's going to get on base. Okay, so is Joey Gallo? Okay, and I'll take Joey Gallo right now. But the modern you'll take Joey Gallo right now. Yeah, the last three years, you'll take Joey Gallo after the last three years. Okay, I'm talking about right now. Okay, he's hurt, so he's on the IL. Right, but he he's... was he was off to a nice start. I mean... And and can I run through the lineup for the Reds the last time they played, which was against Milwaukee the other day, right? Or was it yesterday? What was the last game they played? Sunday, right? Yeah. The Reds played. No, they played a wraparound. John, they played the the Brewers on yesterday. Monday. Yesterday, they played yesterday. Yeah, they played a four game wraparound set. Right, right. So hold on. And they beat them. And they lost the previous three, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So for Cincinnati, I'll get you the lineup in a second, but I'm going to make it much better, very quickly, because mm. I I know the DH on Sunday. Joey Votto was Kevin Newman. He's, he was great. Newman. in Seinfeld. Newman. Um, by the way, Barrera's been on the bench lately and, and center field, some shortstop. So, I mean, now you're going to bounce him around. He's a good athlete. He's going to be Nick Senzel. Exactly. So, point is, 
Definitely worth a shot here. More than a shot. Dudes, what else does he have to do right now in the no, minor leagues? He has, to be, the he has to be the perfect Listen, player. No, the Reds, nobody's saying scored, that. They nobody's scored saying one that. run two days ago. So they scored two again. runs you're, yesterday. This seems to be a theme. Ready? Here's their lineup from, from yesterday. Kevin Newman at third base. He gone. That's Jonathan India now. McLean played shortstop to start the game, then moved around. So now McLean will be at second. Okay. okay. Then it was India at second. He'll play third. Mm-hmm. Um, steer at first. Mm-hmm. Stevenson DH that game, but he can catch. Mm-hmm. And eventually DH will be your boy and Carnacion Strand. And their they're outfield they're, for they're that game Stevenson was. Stevenson catch a lot because of the concussios. Hmm. Uh, I love him back there. I, know. I do too. He's had a bunch of them though. And then Benson, Fairchild, and Hopkins is your outfield. And Myers is hurt right now. That sounds like a great law. My point is, Ellie De La Cruz is going to come up to this team right away and Benson has, has a chance. Fairchild will get to be you their best you deserve. Hitter. Yeah, exactly. I feel. I, I feel like. I feel like he's going to do well. If yeah, I hope he does great. I hope he comes up and kicks ass. You guys just said how he strikes out no, too much. No, 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 no. That's, that's what, what. That's what our fans are going to hear. No, after that's the not. last ten minutes. That's, that's what you heard. That's what you heard. You guys gave all these warnings about calling players up too soon and. Uh, he's he strikeout rate. Because I've seen it. Kratz has seen it. I didn't feel the excitement. Can, can Listen, I'm happy. I hope this guy kicks ass. In the text ass. chat, let me know if you felt the excitement. I hope Kratz this, guy, I hope this dude comes up and carries the Reds to the world. You too. guys are ready. If he if he goes starts his career two for 32, you guys are ready to destroy me. No. Um, no, we're not. Yes, you, you, you got it all wrong. I don't know. I just Okay, I hang on. Hang on, Scott. Hang on, Scott. Here, I'll come back. Oh, Ellie De La Cruz. He's coming up to the big leagues. Oh, giddy, giddy, giddy. Man, Nito. I'm so I... excited. Is my is my jersey going to say De La Cruz on the back? And I'm going to wear it to a Phillies-Braves game? Or is it going to say Cruz? Or am I going to get Ellie on the back? I wonder if he's going to make the all-star team. Oh. You guys didn't go Ellie, Ellie. No. I'm just saying – People get excited about prospects. I'm one of them, especially when top, top prospects got called up that you're watching Grayson highlights Rodriguez. Of, and you're like, I wonder, nope, I didn't get excited like that for Grayson Rodriguez. But if Jackson Cheerio gets called up, I'll get excited like that. Grayson Rodriguez, Rodriguez is a consensus top he, five prospect in the game. Number one, he was tipping his ass off. Number two, How do he you needs know? to work on his third pitch. He said it. He oh, said it publicly they, they tell the you that when you it out. They tell you that when you oh, scratch back me up here. They oh. tell you that when you suck. Oh, you're tipping. Try something different. You just suck. Trust me. You guys hate prospects. I, I don't hate prospects. I get it. No, I would say I would say on the on the hater level of prospects, I would say AJ has more hate on prospects than I do. I yeah, like that's prospects. True. I'll take that. But <laughs> I'll take that. But on the same hand, this is part of what we're supposed to do. Give you the reality of the situation and all of this. If you're the Reds, you're calling him up. Un- clear everything out of his Louisville locker. He, You think he's ready? He will never go back down to the minor leagues. You have to be prepared for that. Because I think that is more damaging than any kind of rushing, any kind of slowing, the up, down, back, forth. Well, he's got options. You know, we'll use them. No, not if he is this guy. And you talk about hitting 300 in the minor leagues. Here's some numbers for you. There's a guy hitting, he has 12 homers, 33 stakes, hitting 331. He struck out only 33 times in 118 at-bats. He's got a 1,073 OPS. Keston Hira 
ain't getting called up. But that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's what he's doing in the minor leagues right now. So he did that for years, and no one wants to pick him up. He did that for years in the minor leagues, and then he got called up, and he couldn't do it. That's what uh, I'm saying. Consistently, like, he had he had sometimes that he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm saying but it's a strikeout guy over the long haul. And listen, Triple A, not the jump same. to the big leagues is gigantic. Yeah, gigantic. Kira has holes in his swing, and they figured him out right now, and, and he hasn't been able. Let, to Let's adjust. move on. Let's uh, let's move on to the another guy that probably might end up back in. Triple back a. in the minor leagues, actually, now. <laughs> and by the way, one more thing I just want to point out. Jake Fraley was out yesterday, so that's good outfielder. Mm-hmm. I'll count Listen, that. I hope he does I wasn't great. saying Perhaps, that's the starting outfielder I just want for the yesterday. record to show, I hope Ellie De La Cruz comes up and kicks ass. I, I, I heard nothing else. I heard I heard AJ say nothing different than that. Thank Scott, you. you need to clean your ears out. Get yes. your, put Scott's your on a line warp out. You're, no, you're, I just you're didn't, on a line I didn't feel the excitement. That's all. I mean, I'm not going to do cartwheels. I felt alone. I thought we were going to four homers. I thought I was going to be high-fiving with my friends, but whatever. It's all good. You know who's getting booed hard by the home crowd? Alec Manoa got smashed yesterday. He tried to blow a baseball foul. Which usually were like, that's a good play. I'm like, it's illegal. So? It's fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, come on, come on. I need the ball to bounce my way. Now, Alec is struggle city right now. He got (laughs) lifted after being absolutely smashed by the Houston Astros. And two on, no outs in the first. Um, That's when he tries to to blow the baseball. No, it was the second hitter of the game. It was Pena Bunnett. So it was one guy on. Oh, well, it got got uh, the Dubon got on, Pena Bunnett, and he was trying to – he literally – didn't work. Didn't go foul. He, anyways, the umpire, as soon as he did it, the umpire was like, fair ball. He, the umpire knew what the rules were. Right, right. Corey Jokes. Yodoran, Alvarez, Whack, and then Jokes, Grand Salami. Yeah, six runs, just one out in the first. Nine hitters, He was one taken out. out. Yeah, eight of nine reached, seven hits, six earned, 38 pitches. So And it's like no swing and miss, like no, no. bad swings, no takes, like nothing. No you check. know what his ERA was last year? It had to be about three. It was around three, if not lower, under three. Two, two, four. It's almost last triple year. Though. It's six, three, six. And here was the most telling sign at Rogers Center because he was so great for them last year and he was a fan favorite. They are booing him hard. John Schneider comes out to take him out. Huge cheering. And then as he walks out, booing again. So they were like, we've seen enough. And they'd been playing better ball, the Jays, over the past week. And the pitching had been playing well. But – he goes down. Now, in fairness, let's show this. He is not the only starter struggling right now who is somewhat of a household name. Sandy Alcantara, last year's NL Cy Young. That ERA is more than double. Taiwan Walker. There's Manoa in the middle. Our boy Lance Lynn still in the mid-sixes. And Jamison Tyone has been really tough, too, with an ERA north of seven. Tyone was hurt. I, I, Tyone missed some time, though. He was hurt, yeah. remember, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, uh, hold on. Lance Lynn, the problem with Lance is he's the edict guy for the White Sox. So there's times where he probably should have been taken out, but Pedro Gafol's like, ah, oh, you're a veteran. Eat it. And he's just had to eat some innings where he's given up some more runs than he probably should have. Sandy, Sandy, we we had Christina on yesterday, right? And Sandy, she said Sandy might have thrown a lot of innings. He threw all those innings from WBC. So maybe there's a little tiredness in there. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to make excuses for the guys here. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Tywin Walker, he goes, he goes from the Mets to the Phillies. Maybe it's the ballpark. I don't know. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to I didn't like that too. signing. I like Taiwan as a person, but that was that was a overpay. Okay, I had to get pitchers to come to Philly to the small part. Nope, it's fair. 
That was tough. He's he's struggled the last couple of seasons in the second half. Yeah. So back yeah. to Manoa. What's the plan? Can you option him? Mm, you can't. I don't know. If this is one of the most confident guys, and he said he's lost his confidence. He much, said that two starts ago. How much? Yeah, he's got um, options. He has. He hasn't hit the service time where he can say no. No, that's like that's like five years, six years. Oh, okay. But then, yeah, did they did they didn't sign him to a deal, did they? No. Nope. Oh, nope. Then this is the Sorry. time now. You do it before he completely is lost. Okay. If, he, if a dude is coming out, if a dude is coming out and say they've lost their confidence, you fake IL him, anal fissures, or you <laughs> send him to AAA. Because you can't keep running him out there and just – because I, I watched the game. I watched him pitch last night. This, he used to have that slider that just was like here and then whoo. Now it's more of like a – it's like a slow break. Mm-hmm. And it used to be – it's just not there. Now, why? I don't know. I'm sure Pete Walker can give a better explanation than John Schneider. But, man, he looks like a different dude. And, and that dude used to take the mound, and it was like, I'm the baddest man on the planet when I'm in, the cir- in this, this circle area on the mound. Now he walks out there, and it's a different walk, and it's a different look on his face. So I don't know what you do, but maybe the old uh, anal fissure fake IL trick might work. It's not tipping, so just so we get that out of the way. Never said that. No, it's the effectiveness of his slider. That's number one, like you said, right? It's a different slider. It's a different slider. It is not sweeping across the zone. I'm not saying sweeper, just sweeping across the zone as much as it did last year. And his fastball is more predicated on how much precision it had to it, right? Location and the way that he would master his pitch mix at such a young age. That fastball is not Spencer Strider fastball level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you add it up and you look at everything, he's not hurt, or at least he's not saying he's hurt. Velocity numbers are the same. Pitch effectiveness and command is not good. What about what about he's not having Alejandro catch him? What about let DJ mm-hmm. catch him? Let Dan Jansen catch him. I don't know what the breakdown is. Of yeah, but how did, sure that, doesn't that. Change, Dan, that doesn't hurt, change so your slide behind him? I'm sure they tried that. Slider, though. Surely they tried that. I don't know that they tried. I I think I think Kirk caught him the whole. I don't know. I, I didn't go back and. Does that? Re- I mean, I know that matters, but doesn't that only matter if your pitches are what they should be? Because right now it matters up here. Yeah, but that doesn't change why his slider is not the same no, slider. I, I, I agree. I listen as a he former catcher. To... I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world. I got to have a personal catcher. Like I thought that was stupid. Mm-hmm. But guys need it, and why? John Lester, yeah, Legends Territory. He Coming had to out. have David Ross. It was like a security blanket. Why? I don't know. Just yeah. some dudes need it. Greg right. Maddox had to have Eddie Perez. Hell, he kept Eddie Perez in the big leagues for a long time. Right, but if John Lester just suddenly didn't have a cutter, it doesn't matter who your personal catcher is. I You're agree. Suck. That was my argument when I played for the Red Sox. His <laughs> argument was, I need my security blanket. Okay, then take your security blanket. Well, he, he was won. like Linus. <laughs> Linus and Peanuts. He had to have his little blankie when he walked around. It's fine. Whatever. Listen. <laughs> As a player, whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable, I don't give a crap what you got to do. But if it helps you and you help us win games and it takes – if it takes Alejandro Kirk catching Alec Manoa, then you know what? Go ahead, Kirk. But then if also when you have a 6 and a half ERA, John Schneider better be like, well, let's try Danny Jansen or Heineman or, I don't know, let's call up Ellie De La Cruz to try to catch him. <laughs> All right, so we'll see. I, it's like thinking of John, I like thinking of John Lester as Linus. <laughs> that's, just, that's what that's what my head's doing. He's kind of he always kind of looked dirty and sweaty. <laughs> All 
I'm gonna I did not say that. I that was just, Pigpen. Pigpen was dirty. Yeah, but I'm just saying I did not say that about I did not. I just said he had a security blanket. I didn't say anything about him calling him Linus. So, Scott, you can also not lie about that anymore. You said Linus. I, I did. I said because Linus is the one that had the blanket all the time. So he's can't Linus. wait to text that John Linus Lester. Later. <laughs> I did not say it. I like John. Um, so he's from a friend. AJ Prezinski. He's a friend. Give him some. Give him some popcorn. Mm, Actually, can't wait to dig into the fruity pebbles. I would love to. <sighs> should so we? Delicious. Mm. Yeah, we we should. Why? We should. Right Why? now. What do you mean we? Let's dig oh, in. Some fruity pebbles. Okay, let's do it. Let's pop off. Presented by Cookie and Candy Pop. Mm. Get it, boy. Mm-hmm. Get it. It's funny you picked a red bag. Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. color of the team that I was watching last night mm-hmm. fall in a one-run game that they should have been leading because <laughs> there was base running issues, there was a drop pop-up, and the Rangers beat the Cardinals, who were swept this weekend by the Pirates. Would Sorry, you like Eric. to pop off? Yeah, where do we start with this team? They have the worst the Cardinals. They have the worst record in the National League. I picked them to win the division by 10 games. And they they can't get out of their own way. They kind of got it righted for a little while. Base running horrible. Adam Wainwright actually, I'll give Adam Wainwright credit. He didn't have he was 86, 87, flipping that high school curveball up there. But he gave him innings and he competed. He was down three runs early and gave him innings. So good on you, Wainwright. But man, they scored all those runs to tie it, and then they had the base running thing where the dudes were running into each other, tagging everybody out. <laughs> like, I don't even know what they were doing. Arenado and uh, – was it Edmund and Arenado? Who was it? Arenado and somebody were, like, running into each other on the base. Like, what are we doing? Like, There's this is the big leagues. Gorman, right? Was it Gorman? Gorman or Edmund? Now I'm forgetting. I don't know. But I know Arenado was somewhere in the middle of that thing. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the, it looked like a traffic collision. They were like, bah, bah, oh, gosh, bumper cars. But what are you doing? Like, this is the big leagues. Arenado, you're a great player. You're MVP and – Possible Hall of Famer. Donovan's having a great year. But or Gorman, sorry. But holy and it was those two, by the way. It was Gorman and Arnauto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like holy cow. And then you see that they lost the game on a walk-off hit, which was great. But then did you see like the throw and everything? It was just like bup, 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 bup. it's like they can't they can't get out of their own way. Jordan Walker's back up. He's down, he's up, he's down, he's up. They can't figure out who's playing where. It's like when they hit, they can't pitch. When they pitch, they can't hit. I don't know. And then you get, you, dude, don't go online. Because you go online, and the Cardinals fans, I don't know how many memes I've seen of Arley. There was one today, Ollie Marmel. We're as confident as ever. And then they show Wayno. We're as frustrated as ever. We don't know what's happening. It was like, boop, boop, same day. Like, what's happening? I don't know. I don't know, Kratz. Maybe you can explain it, but I just don't know. I don't know if there's light at the end of the tunnel because they have good players. That it doesn't add up other than what Scott Bronson, I hate giving him credit, they're starting pitching doesn't get it done enough with strikeouts and because there's shift. And I've heard this. What's weird is I've heard this about a lot of teams. Guardians, we can ask Andres Jimenez. They're hurt because they can't shift. And so I've heard that Rosario, for the Guardians, his defense is way down because he doesn't have the athleticism. And in the shift, they could cover for it. Now, Cardinals are kind of the same way. They can't shift. They can't put guys in certain positions to cover some of their deficiencies defensively. And because they don't have strikeout guys – more hits get through, more ground balls go through, more runners on base. Yachty's not catching. They're stealing bases. 
Also, uh, did they not get the memo that you would need more swing and miss? It would be more important based on more baseballs getting through. I mean, ask John Mozeliak. That's on the Michael pitching. Is, he has Wainwright. He, Flaherty was supposed to be that guy. He's not that guy. Stephen Matz in the bullpen. Yeah, but you can't rely on Flaherty this year coming off everything he did. I, I, I'm, I'm saying it's great. I mean, he's he's been pitching, but I'm saying you weren't looking at him as a one or a two. That's what he was supposed to be. No. 2019, not, he was not, the guy. That's Pratt, not fair to Jack, though. 2019, he was supposed to be that I understand that, but I'm saying that's not fair He was Ailey De La Cruz before Ailey De La Cruz. Yeah, and he he was good for a time period, but then he he went through injuries. Let's let Kratz go. They Kratz pop off if you'd like on the Cardinals, or or do you feel fine? You feel like you know it's all good. Oh, they're right where they should be. Yeah, I'm just waiting for you guys to be done because there's like nine things you guys said that I was like agree, (laughs) disagree, agree. (laughs) So first off, no, Jack Flaherty is not a one or two, but yes. Mazeliak or Mazeliak or Munzela should be should be Fireyak. Oh wow! He okay, thought he should have been. Like that's what they that, all thought. The Cardinals organization thought he was going to be a one or a two. But you got to, as a GM, as a president, whatever the logo is, the person who's making the roster has to make a decision that you know what we're going to get out of Michaelis. You know what we're going to get out of Wayno. You know what we're going to get out of our staff. Monty's the best. Jordan Montgomery's the best pitcher on their staff right now. And they picked him up halfway through the year last or at the trade deadline last year. Like to, to go to, to go to what you were saying about, they have gold gloves. I think they have 15 gold gloves in their infield. Now I get it. Arnado's got nine of them, but 15 gold gloves that starts on their, on their, in their starting nine on, on most nights. Defense is not the issue. If it's the shifts, like, boo-hoo. You got, you got gold glovers. You have a gold glove second baseman playing center field. Okay? And you have a plethora of outfielders. Like, the biggest thing AJ said that I agree with, though, Yadi Yaramolina is not out there, and people are not picking up the slack. And I don't mean... Yadier's 270 or 230 or clutch hits or throwing guys out. I'm talking about picking up the slack of what does he mean to the team from a from a preparation standpoint, from a video, you know, scouting standpoint to a leading those meetings standpoint. And I'm not saying it's Wilson. I'm I will hundred percent believe it's not Wilson. It's other people needing to make sure Wilson doesn't need to be Yadier Molina because nobody's Yadier Molina and you got to get over that. But now you got to figure it out because you're too good of a team with too average of a pitching staff to have the worst record in National League. Agreed. Agreed. And we keep putting this on Yadier Molina, which doesn't I mean, he was what he was. But the thing, the biggest factor for me with Yachty not being there, and this is not on Wilson Contreras, this is not on Kinsner, this is on the pitchers themselves. They have to – they've never in their life had to study and do their own game planning because they had Yachty. And they had to – they would just say, oh, I can watch some video and half-ass do it. Because Yachty is going to call the pitch, and I'm not going to shake Yachty off, so why do I need to worry about it? And I think 
especially for with a guy like Flaherty. Not so much Michaelis because Michaelis has been to Japan and he's bounced yep. around, and Wayno's been around forever, so he kind of calls his own game. Those guys are okay because they know how to do it and they've had to do it before. But for someone like Flaherty, and he's pitched better. Don't get me wrong. He has pitched better since the whole Wilson Contreras thing happened. But they have to take ownership, and they're not right now. It's always – it's so weird to go to the Cardinals and see the Cardinals not saying – like like they're not like this as a unit. Because always from the outside you looked at the Cardinals and they were like on the same page, like this, locked in as a family. And you, when you watch the Cardinals now – you see their manager, and I love Arlie, love Ollie, love him. Great dude to talk to, love him. Even you just, it's not like this anymore. It's it's like, oh, it's this guy's fault. Oh, it's this guy's. Whereas before, it would never have happened. It never would have come out like that at all. I think Tony Larusa would have been like, oh, it's Wilson Contreras' fault. <laughs> no, oh, that was a massive <laughs> mistake. No, that was a PR blunder, basically. Too yes, because they could have just. Kind of fake that for a few days. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they thought honestly they thought it was going to be longer. They didn't know he was going to be back catching in less than two weeks. Right. So they had. They to thought it was going to be a long something. time. So they felt like they had to get ahead of it. Yeah, which I respect. I respect being transparent. That. I respect that, but at the same time, it backfired. It kind of backfired on them, and I think it, I think if you asked them, they would say maybe we want to change this. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have done it the way we did it. But you live and you learn. And again, to me, it's more of a they're not on the same page. Yeah. They're just not. Like, like they're not like this. They're like, they're more like trying to fit. It's like the Island of misfit toys, right? Yeah. Well, and also one thing goes well, then the other doesn't, right? The offense blew up and now last 11 games offense under three runs a game. Just not forget. They got swept by your Pittsburgh pirates. I just said, I said that earlier. They got swept by the pirates over the weekend. I watched those games. Bednar was ridiculous in the ninth and the pirates were winning close games where the Cardinals weren't, you know, they weren't scoring like they did right before this little bad stretch again. So, okay. I got you. Uh, right. Go get them cards. If you had Ella De La Cruz, Scott would like you. And I also think, and I also, <laughs> and I also think, we're talking about a team that you guys said, and I was not in agreement, could win this division by 10, 15 games. I did not say that. I said that. I, said I they had a hard time choosing between games. the Cardinals and the Brewers. I did not. I thought the Cardinals had the best roster, and then didn't realize they were going to just not like each other. And so but, I don't. So I. So I don't think they're going to end where they are right now, but they have an uphill climb. They have an uphill climb to get to 500 people. Like if they get to 500 by the all-star break, we're going to be talking about this team as potential buyers of half a team at the (laughs) all-star break because they need, they need a lot of starting pitching. Well, they, okay. Let's say they don't get back to 500. Will they sell? They have pieces. Helsley, Hicks, uh, Gallegos. Cabrera, they got some pieces. They got pieces that people would want. Although that bullpen's that bullpen's going to be, it's like buying a buying a used tire. It's like, whoa, this thing's got some wear on it because these boys are getting worn out. Jordan Montgomery, Flaherty. I mean, outfielders, they're definitely they have too many right now. But they have um, the same pieces. They're like right, but all they're the going to trade they're some like of those bar, guys. Carlson. And Newpar probably has the most value. But yeah, they're all Carlson's like the same back. guy. It's like they have the same players. O'Neill is a lock to be dealt. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like their outfit is like 
They have like still, five of the same dudes. You still have to make decisions though. I know. So, and and trade from it. It still is. That's depth. It's still major league depth. Those are most of those players we're mentioning. These are major league ball players. So yeah. so you trade some of them and you try and grab starting pitching. And you so might have Tommy to go Edmund to the top of that list. Field? Well, because Newbar's hurt and Jordan Walker can't play center. O'Neal's so they don't hurt. have a depth. They don't Carlson's have depth. Out. Carlson's out too. Yeah. No, I know. No, but they, right, they not have, this second. But no, they when do. they are all together, they have it's like the, they're like the same guys. Carlson, yeah. Newbar, uh, they're like the same. It's like the same player. They're, they're all like the yeah. same player. Like and you got Burleson and Yepes, and I mean, yeah, they're all the that's same. That's the dude. next tier down. But yes, they're all the same. Obviously, Walker. There's not. Who needs you don't have defense. like the guy that's like a burner. You don't have. You don't have the Diaz guy in Oakland that's coming out there center field and going to steal your bases. Mm-hmm. Estuary, right? Estuary Diaz. You don't have. You don't have a – O'Neal, I guess, would be the guy. You don't have Matt Holiday coming up and saying, oh, this dude's going to hit me 35 and drive in 100. Yep. They don't have that. It's supposed to be O'Neal. He has never, he's never really done that. So it's like, what are they? Are they above-average players? Is Carlson, remember, he was supposed to – he was super hype. Switch hitter with power, Ellie De La Cruz, just saying. He was that guy. And now he, he's a bench guy? He was not Ellie De La Cruz. He though. was a top 10 prospect. Carlson was hyped. Super hype, not Ellie Cruz, not Ellie okay, level. But I'm saying okay. he was a switch hitting yeah. guy with power. He was, not, speed. he was not supposed to be power like that. That's I know, but I'm just saying he was a, he was a top power. ten consensus prospect. No, no, he was, and he was supposed to be. I remember, guy that does everything well, right? Now he's a bench player, maybe. Right now, he does not look like a starting caliber player with what he has shown at the moment. Can I say I love Nolan Gorman? Oh, oh absolutely, hundred percent. Oh, Beef. Like absolute beef. That man rocks balls. And yep. Donovan, with you. Donovan, gold yeah. glove. All right. So here's my next question. And I already have the answer. Who do I like better? Ellie De La Cruz or the guy who was in your game last night that you called for Fox that I watched kind of painfully at times. Luis Arise. Four nothing. Luis Arise. Luis Arise. Three hits. Oh, Luis Arise. 10 for 13. He struck out like basically no times. Struck this out season. eleven times this year, all year. He's hitting what's the number? Three ninety nine. What's today's date? June sixth. He's hitting three ninety nine. And ever since you guys talked shit about him, oh, he has been. Oh, oh here come the lies. Here they come, Grats. More lies. Wait, I want to. One thing I do want to fix from like what was it a day or two ago is, I was joking, but I was also serious when I said about Pablo Lopez, you think that they crushed that trade. Who forget who crushed the trade? The twins. You said the twins won that deal. They do you still feel that way? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because the twins check. have a much better chance of making the postseason and making a deep run than the Marlins do. Okay. But I think what Ari- I just and listen I what Arise is doing then, is unbelievable. And and they need it. That ballpark is a toy for him because of his back control. And that team has had no offense for years. And they at least have a little life. You want to know why they're hot? Club. You want to know why they're hot? Because they swept the A's. No, I wasn't even going to say that. <laughs> and they beat the Royals. No. Sanchez. Jesus. Brian De La Cruz. Right. What about Are him? hotter than hell right now. That's why they're playing better. Those dudes went from hitting 200 to both of them hitting 300, around 300. No, and Solaire last year. Solaire has this Solaire's year. hurt right now, though. He's got a bad thumb. I know, but Solaire has, what, 16 on Sol- Solaire's swinging it, but he was terrible last year. He also has an opt-out this year. Yes. Which is an interesting just, point. They're, they're more fun. They're but more interesting. Sanchez and De La Cruz are hitting. Arise obviously is hitting, but he's been hitting all year. Even when he was hitting at the beginning of the year, they were struggling. 
De La Cruz and Sanchez started hitting, and all of a sudden it's like, oh man, we're not that bad. And then you throw in Soler, and there's they're listen, their bullpen, the dudes they threw out of their bullpen last night were filthy. They had some nasty dudes throwing out of their bullpen last night. Yep. And if they ever get Sandy to figure it out, because even the uh uh, Garrett Braxton Garrett that started for him last night, he's got pretty good numbers. You take away an 11 spot he gave up where he had to wear it. And Skip Schumacher was like, I'm sorry, you had to wear this one start because we had nobody in the bullpen. And he's like, fine, I'll wear it. He wore it through 11 runs in like four innings. So his ERA would be in the twos, but it's in the fours because of one start. They got good pitching. They're, they're better. Here's the thing. I think they're better than what we thought they were going to be because not, Arise is doing spectacular things. We knew he was going to hit. He won the batting title last year. But to see other guys that are doing things to keep them, De La Cruz, Sanchez, Soler, Fortes. In fact, Jonathan Davis had a couple of huge hits for him last night. So <laughs> it's, it's both. I mean, it's other guys. They added a rise, though. They, this come is back. something that was missing for this team. Yeah. This dude is special. Yeah. He's the best contact hitter in the game. Yeah. Were the Marlins, were the Marlins, like, what team wouldn't want the best contact hitter in the game? Like, I don't think, and I think that was the argument was, Pablo Lopez is a bona fide starter mm. every five days. Like, that's what the Twins. And the Marlins have seven of those. That's what the Twins needed, right? And that's yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know that you're like. Do you do you think teams are going in saying we're not going to let Luis Arise beat us in this game? No. I, well, from a homers, from a scouting standpoint, he's got one homer. He's got a homer. He does lead the league in. Uh, Average on base and OPS. Okay, or no, he's so fourth in OPS. I think. Totally. Gotta get, you got to. It's tough to game plan, right? Because he's not. He's not going to hit a homer off you, but he's going to get on base all the time, and it's a pain in the ass. It's tough. To but he doesn't with. run. No running. Can't run. He's he's changed caught his team more on than offense. He's, uh, caught more than he's just let me have my one moment, okay? That's my pop off. I tell you what, you can have. Here's what you can have. You can pop off on this. If he hits 400, I will give you credit. Thanks. Teddy, Teddy Williams back under. in 1941. <laughs> Me too. I will take the under as well. Visit cookiepopcandypop.com and enter code foulball for 20% off. I've had two pop-offs today. One is respect to the top prospects in the sport and let them live. Ellie De La Cruz. And then Luis Arise is the stud. Oh, and oh, we move on to a game. Before that was like Andre the weakest pop-off of all time. Why I have to yell and scream like? No, I just think that like you could have been more forceful with it. Said like, "This is my guy." Sorry, I'm a nice guy. So, (laughs) (laughs) next up, wait, what makes you a nice guy? Yeah, you can't say you're a nice guy. It's like nicknaming yourself. Like I can't nickname myself because I wasn't. I wasn't yelling at you guys. I was just explaining nicely that you were wrong and Arise and the Marlins won that trade. He did what he said. Hmm. You lied a lot. You were saying a lot of lies. Nah, You're you construing guys, my words. The last two days, you guys have been picking on me, and it's fine. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, I have an announcement to make about uh, a giveaway because we don't like to go more than a few days without one because we appreciate you. So here it is. We're teaming up with our friends at BetMGM to give out 100 bucks in bonus bets, baby. Very easy. Ready? Subscribe to Foul Territory on YouTube. If you're watching, you already nailed that one. Reply to our tweet with a screenshot proving you're a subscriber. And for those of you that go, oh, I'm not on Twitter, just make an account for five seconds and throw a screenshot on there. And five winners will be selected randomly next week to get $100 in bonus bets. It is that easy. 
boom, we're on time today. Let's slap hands. Kratz hats, what do you got for us today? This pulled this pulled this one out. Just a regular New York bias. AJ, head up, head up. Look at Yankees. <laughs> I'm going to the game tomorrow. You are? Yeah, I'll be at the you game are, tomorrow. Yeah. You doing a meet and greet? No, I'm doing a meet and greet. Yeah, I am doing <laughs> a meet and greet. No, I'm not doing a meet and greet. I'm going as a fan, dude. <laughs> Hanging out with people. Man of the people. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you're sitting in the rich seats, too. Getting yeah, that lobster. That's, that's my lock. What? What's that? AJ is getting the full Legends experience at Yankee Stadium. You know, tomorrow. you know who's also going. Mark Weiner is going with. He is. Mark, Mac. no Yankees gear. No Yankees gear, Mark. Oh, no, he's a Rangers fan. He'll wear Rangers gear. <laughs> he is. He's such <laughs> a Rangers fan. It's the hat fan. that we wore in the postseason. It's the oh. 2017 postseason oh. loss to the Astros, Astros. Game seven. So. Jose Altuve. That was a sick. You know what? You know what else? Before we before we finish, I didn't say that this. this every time AJ. <laughs> Every time AJ says Fisher, I think he's saying anal fissures. He when he talks about when he talks about Oakland's owner. Dude, what is your obsession with my anus? <laughs> you've, you, you've got a viral anal fissure story. So he's, that's true. See, but it, listen it to hits. him say Fisher. He doesn't Fisher. he doesn't Fisher. Yeah, it's close. It's close. Fisher. It's right on the Fisher. line. Yeah, it's Fisher. right on the line. You're right. It's a good call. For me, and we talked about this earlier, every time we hear foul territory or what or fair territory? Sorry, you're you're grumpy sometimes. I'm, I'm never grumpy. You. I'm never grumpy. <laughs> AJ, Just always understand that I'm never grumpy. I've been I've been going at it with with AJ the last couple of days because we're gonna be away from each other for a while. So no, I gotta get my shots so in. Much. I gotta get my shots in so right much. now. It's gonna be. By the way, congratulations distance. before we go. Uh, I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. Smokey, my boy, Brad Hand, ten years. Oh, there you go. Well, we've got some ten year people coming up that we're gonna interview. By the way, uh, players that have been in the league for ten years. Let me show. Um, we have Brew Crew Territory. There it is. Brew Crew Territory. Check it out. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, the whole deal coming soon. Um, episode with Raddy Teles and Kratzy and me really get into it this week about the crew, about the injuries, about the reinforcements coming up, about Joey Weimer with the best show hair in the game right now. What was the what did we call it, Kratzy? Every every a teenager every teenager's dream in the Florida Panhandle. Weimer's it's called haircut. a bucket. Something oh, bucket. Oh, ah, what is it? Flow bucket. Flow bucket. Flow. Flow bucket. I think. Flow bucket. That's what yeah. it was. He called it. He called it gas. Joey Weimer called it gas. As he should. Hey, merch for Father's Day. We've got a Father's Day sale. FoulTerritoryShop.com. If you want to go right to it, otherwise FoulTerritoryShow.com. And tomorrow, Todd Father's back. Kratzy, Dodgers closer Evan Phillips joining us. Ken Rosenthal, Lucy weird. Burge, gonna weird. have a party. Rosenthal's on when I'm not on. It's weird. You were scheduled. That's so weird. <laughs> so, so, so strange. So strange. He's on when I'm not. Kenny Ballgame's gonna burn you tomorrow because no, he's, he's gonna be like, "Oh, AJ, I'm coming on on a before Friday, and where are you? No show. I'll be playing Liberty National. Good evening. Ken Call Rosenthal's him. nice. Somebody else is saying that about him. Mm, I'm nice too, right? Uh, I bet Ken scroll, is nice. Scroll back. Ken scroll is back. nice. Ken is nice. Aaron Judge is tall. Ken is not. <laughs> See you Wednesday. 
Spicy Ball is back for BetMGM sports players. Download the BetMGM sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit into your newly created account and place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Got to use that promo code SPICYBALL. Always bet responsibly. Gambling problem or concern? Call 1-800-GAMBLING.